Samuel chapter 5. We are going through 2 Samuel this week, and 2 Samuel chapter 5 is a passage that could easily be overlooked, but tonight we, we want to call our attention. I'll begin reading in verse 17 of 2 Samuel chapter 5. Now when the Philistines heard that they, Israel, had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David, and David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went to Baal-perazim, and David defeated them there, and he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal-perazim, and they left their way. So here was a situation, David's anointed king, he, um, as soon as he's anointed king, the Philistines said, we need to go take him out. And David understands the seriousness of this. He goes and asks the Lord, Lord, what do I do? Interesting, as you go through Second Samuel, I want you to notice how many times it says, and they inquired of the Lord, and also notice the times that they did not inquire of the Lord. They did not go ask the Lord. So David went and asked the Lord, and the Lord said, yes, go and I will deliver them. And David went, and the Lord delivered them. They defeated the, the Philistines. And David said, the name of that place was Baal-perazim, and the name itself means a breakthrough. And David said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. David illustrated an attribute of God that he let influence his life, and that is this. God is always able to break through. There may be impossible situations, but nothing can be such a situation that prevents God from breaking through. And you may be facing impossible situations that you think in your life. But remember this, God is the master of the breakthrough. And I want to call our attention to several things tonight. Breakthroughs come at the darkest time. You know, at the darkest times, we are prone to give up. We are prone to think there is no hope, there is no help. And God often allows those dark, dark times to show the greatness of His breakthrough. We naturally see the obstacles rather than the opportunities. The things thought impossible with man 
are impo- are possible with God. And and many many times, and you go through what we're going through, First and Second Samuel, what we went through in the Book of Exodus and and the Book of Judges and so on. There were dark, dark, dark days, but God is not limited by the potential in human resource, the potential in man. He's not limited by any of that. And, and breakthroughs come at the darkest times, and breakthroughs are dependent on God alone. It's not because conditions are right. It's because of God. And in realizing that, that ought, to, that ought to create hope in our lives. You know, sometimes we, we think, well, the conditions are just right that, that God ought to work here, or it seems like pieces are fitting and, and it's coming into place that God can work. God isn't dependent on any piece fitting into place. Breakthroughs as David, it was, it was God that brought the victory. And, and it was all of God. We naturally are prone to think of, okay, I think maybe I see a little break in the wall here or something, you know, I, I see something that gives me a little hope. There are many times that there is no hope and God breaks through. And God desires that to show his power. But breakthroughs are dependent on God alone. Breakthroughs come through prayer. Prayer is always involved in, in breakthroughs. It involves prayer. We read, David inquired of the Lord. And the Lord said, go and I will work. It's not just that that God just randomly chooses where he'll show his power. We read in Chronicles, the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the whole earth. He wants to show himself strong on behalf of those that that trust him. Proof that we're looking to God alone is prayer. And And it's so important that we come back and realize that. And not just realize it, but that we say, you know what, God, the only thing that can help me is you, and I need you. God, the only thing that can help this family is you, and I'm crying out to you. God, the only thing that can help our nation is you, and I'm crying out to you. The problem is, we never get that desperate. We, we have all these plans and we have all these things that we can finagle and try to put together. But God alone is the master of the breakthrough. And the weapons of our warfare, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4, the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. How do you go through God? It's only through prayer. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It may be in our own personal life that there are strongholds, areas that that we just don't seem to get victory over. 
And to go before God and say, God, I need you in my life. I need you to break through. I need you to to manifest your power. The possibility of a breakthrough always gives hope. Turn to Psalm 25. Psalm 25. Here again, a psalm of David. And and when you're thinking of David's life in 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel, you begin to, to read some of these psalms in light of that. Notice what he says. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. He goes on and, and man, lifting up my soul to you, Lord, you're the only one that can work. You're the one I'm looking to. You are the master of the breakthrough. And let not those who trust in you be ashamed. The reality is that as we wait on the Lord, and you read Psalm 37 and Psalm 34, and it talks about waiting on the Lord, those that wait on the Lord will not be ashamed. The possibility of a breakthrough always gives hope because there is hope. As long as there's God, which there always will be, there is hope because there is God. And then breakthroughs glorify God. Psalm 118 and verse 23, a verse that we ought to be uh, saying frequently in our life. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. David saw God give victory over the Philistines saw God give victory over Goliath, saw God protect him. And when God breaks through, there's nothing you can say, but this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. And that's how God wants it. And many times he He allows situations so that no one else can take credit for it. So that we do say, this was God's doing. You know, many times we, we rob God of the glory. Yeah, we really prayed hard and, and we did this and we did this and, and look what happened. We make our appeal to God, but it's all of God and it's all of His glory. Anything good is God. And we need to remember that and we need to understand the the reality you think of the bible the bible is a a record of breakthroughs noah didn't look like that was going to happen and all of a sudden god broke open the earth and sent the rains you look at moses and the egyptians it didn't look like The children of Israel were ever going to be set free there. And God, the master of the breakthrough, broke through. You look at Gideon. You look at Elijah. 
And God broke upon Elijah and sent the fire from heaven and manifested his power. You look at Daniel in the lion's den. You look at the three Hebrews in the fiery furnace. All of those. Baal Perizim, the master of the breakthrough. You look at the birth of Christ. 400 years of silence that God had not said anything to human beings. Talk about a dark time. And then a virgin conceived and gave birth to a son and they called his name Jesus, the master of the breakthrough. You look at the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you talk about dark times. The disciples had, had cast their, their hat, so to speak, with Jesus Christ. He's going to come in. He's going to set up his kingdom. We're going to be in on the ground level. And then he's taken away. He's betrayed. He's crucified. And he's laying in the tomb. One day, two days, they went back to their previous jobs discouraged, defeated, and then the first day of the week, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the master of the breakthrough, triumphed over sin and death and hell, and and we'll be celebrating that in, in just a few weeks. You think of Stephen serving Christ and... Because of his testimony for Christ, they stoned him. And his breakthrough was not deliverance. His breakthrough was seeing Christ and having a peace that passed all understanding. You think of Paul on the Damascus Road, embittered against Christianity, hunting down Christians, persecuting them, And Jesus Christ appeared unto him, the master of the breakthrough, transformed his life. You read through the book of Acts. We could go. The Bible is full of accounts of God breaking through. And in your life, when you came to know Christ as personal Savior, Leah's testimony here tonight, God had been working in her heart and burdened about it at the age of seven and went to her parents and said, I need to, I need to do something with this sin problem. I need Jesus Christ. That's the breakthrough. Let me ask you, do you live looking for a breakthrough? What are areas you want to see God break through? I fear many times we are not even asking God to break through. And we have not because we ask not. What is it that we want to see God do? Well, it doesn't look like it. They seem so hard. The reality is God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. And it is easy for us to fall into this. I don't know that God can do it. But the rapture will be the supreme breakthrough of all. The day is coming 
when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, 1 Thessalonians 4 tells us, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And that is a major breakthrough. And I'm telling you, if you're paying attention to anything that's going on in the world today, things are moving. The the one world religion, did you notice, um, two of the leading religions in the world today... Roman Catholicism and Islam signed a, a, an agreement just a week ago of a, a one, one faith that we all serve the same God, so we have all of this in common. I mean, we are living literally in the days that the breakthrough of Jesus Christ to catch believers home to heaven is is literally on the verge. No man knows the day or the hour. But that will be a breakthrough that as a thief in the night. And and the reality is next to salvation the rapture is the greatest breakthrough of all. But until then, God wants to show himself in our lives. And and regardless of what God does, you will never regret crying out to God, God, would you work in my life in this way? God, would you work in my daughter, in my son? Would you work in my neighbor? Would you work in this situation? It seems like it's been an impossible situation for generations. But God, you are able... But many times we don't have the faith to believe that God is the master of the breakthrough. And David acknowledged God broke upon us, he said in in 2 Samuel, and brought a tremendous victory. Do you have hope because you believe God is the master of the breakthrough? Do you view the darkness in light of the fact that God's not limited to save by many or by few? God's not limited to to just work when everything seems right? Are you praying? Are you looking for a breakthrough? Or have you just accepted, well, this is just the way it is. This is, I'm going to live a mediocre mediocrity, content with it? Or do we say, God, I want to see you glorified through breaking through and doing what is beyond what I can even imagine? This is who God is. This is another character aspect of God, that He is the master of the breakthrough. If that's our Father, then we ought to live reflecting that. It ought to give us hope. It ought to give us joy. It ought to give us purpose that God is the master of the breakthrough. Do you really believe He is the master of the breakthrough? Let's bow our heads together.